This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. When was the last time you experienced genuine awe and wonder at something amazing in your life? The real story of Christmas, which we just celebrated, can stir that type of wonder as we open our hearts to receive the baby who was born for us. We invite you to stay with us as we explore Jesus, the Wonderful Counselor, in our message entitled, Jesus, Soul Doctor. People experience awe and wonder when amazing things happen in their lives. As we celebrated the story of Christmas again this year, it can and should stir new wonder within us that God would send his only son to be born a vulnerable baby lying in a manger in a barn is an amazing truth. This week, let's explore again now the prophecy from Isaiah that Jesus will be our wonderful counselor. Let's pray. Lord God, by your Holy Spirit, stir our imagination and our faith to see in you the Savior of the world, the Prince of Peace, and our wonderful Counselor. Help us to know you more fully and to rejoice in the truth of Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Angels we have heard on high Sweetly singing o'er the plains Angels we strains Gloria in excelsis Deo Gloria in Gloria
Our scripture today is recorded in the prophet Isaiah 9, beginning with the sixth verse. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. When a doctor says to a young woman, you're going to have a baby, it stirs a mixture of emotions, joy and shock. Perhaps the timing is unexpected. Maybe Dad and mom-to-be feel inadequate or overwhelmed by the magnitude of a life that's now growing within that woman's womb. I once had an expectant mother say to me, The human gestation period is too short for me to be ready for this baby. Pregnancy stirs joy, hopes, dreams of heart as we wonder about the potential of life, the personality that this child will have. The moment a child is on his way, and especially when the child is born, life is changed forever for the family, maybe even in broader circles than that. So when the prophet Isaiah, 700 years before Jesus is born, says a child is to be born whose name will be Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, that promise fulfilled sets the heart to hoping and dreaming. We do live in wonder, unpacking the truth that God sent Jesus, his son, to be incarnate into the human experience, to be our savior. We might be wonder-filled at Jesus's origin. You know in the Disney movie how a girl sings, Someday my prince will come. I guarantee you that every Old Testament home where believers lived, they sang the song, Someday Messiah will come. After centuries of darkness and oppression from other military entities in the neighboring kingdoms, and maybe periods of despair, or periods of God's people's unfaithfulness as they wandered far from God. Once there was even a period where the word of God was lost in the temple, and when the king Josiah discovered it, he implemented all kinds of spiritual reform for the nation. A remnant prayed all through the centuries, Someday Messiah will come. So Isaiah says, 
Jesus will be born and his name will be Wonderful Counselor. The Messiah, the King, literally translates the Anointed One. So every time a king was crowned in Israel, the people would say, is this the one? Is this the one who will usher in God's will in a way that our life experience will be permanently altered according to the promise of shalom? It says in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, this will be a sign a virgin will conceive a child. So when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and said, there's going to be a child born and you, a virgin, will conceive. The Holy Spirit came upon Mary. And when a sky full of angels, glorious and radiant, appeared to shepherds out in the hillside, they proclaimed the arrival of this Messiah. Good news of great joy, for to you is born a Savior. Do you ever hear that news even as we've celebrated Christmas and think in the 21st century, I wonder what God is up to? Do we still wait and hope for God to bring things into harmony with himself, to bring peace on earth? The birth of Jesus and the story accompanying him is incomprehensible, full of wonder, beyond our understanding. Part of the wonder is that Jesus embodies God coming down to where we are to be with us as we are. The birth of the Son of God is Emmanuel, God forever with us. So the infinite takes on the finite that he might redeem us. The creator comes to dwell among his created people. The one without limits willingly takes on self-imposed limits in order to make himself accessible to us. But after Jesus had finished his mission, dying on the cross and being raised from the dead and ascending into heaven, then God sent the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the counselor who comes alongside us to help. Now it is not only God with us, but God within us. Jesus comes down to where we are and even deeper comes within us to restore and heal all that is broken. God sends Jesus coming down to where we are. He does not wait for people to come to him. He never turns us away. But Jesus seeks us where we are, out in the streets, at weddings, at house parties, by a lakeside, on a mountain, in the wilderness in our darkness, where God, like the word to Adam, said, Where are you, child? But people also, in the life of Jesus, were amazed and wonder-filled with his teaching. 
How could an uneducated son of a Jewish carpenter from Nazareth know all the things that Jesus taught? The scripture says they were amazed at his teaching like one with authority. Jesus taught us that the one who is all-powerful God is actually our Father, our Abba. Jesus taught us about the reign of God in the ushering in of the kingdom. He used parables to help us picture what it might be like. And it's all counterintuitive, an upside-down vision of what ultimately has value. In the Beatitudes, Jesus redefined blessing, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle and the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Jesus taught us that we should love our enemies and rejoice if the world hates us. For so it also hated him. But Jesus was wonder-filled because of his power. Crowds of people thronged around him everywhere he went. On the edge of their expectation, I wonder what's going to happen next. He did miracles where he commanded creation. He spoke to storm and wind and waves, and they calmed down like a dog coming to heal. Jesus showed flashes of his cloaked identity, changing water into wine or multiplying a few fish and small loaves so that a multitude all ate and were satisfied. Jesus healed the sick. More than that, he restored and recreated those who were born with physical deformities. He told demons to go to hell, and he raised the dead back to life. People were wonder-filled at Jesus' power. But perhaps most amazing and wonderful of all is the love of Jesus that universally includes all people, everyone willing to believe in his name. Jesus loves the irreligious, the rebels, and the sinners. Jesus loves the rejected and the unwanted, the people on the margins, those whose lives are broken. Jesus loves us individually, looking into the soul of each one of us to tell us you're precious and important to God. So we say it with the Apostle Paul, nothing will separate us from the love of God in Jesus. How wonderful! But there's another piece to this name we explore from Isaiah 9 this day that he is a wonderful counselor. He holds wisdom like King Solomon. Isaiah 28 says, This one comes from the Lord, whose counsel is wonderful and whose wisdom is great. In John chapter 2, it says, Jesus knows what is in each person's heart. Colossians chapter 2 says, In Jesus Christ are the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, 
And in Hebrews 4, it says, Jesus is a high priest who is able to sympathize with all our weaknesses. He is tested in all things as we are, yet he was perfect. Jesus can resonate with our humanness, yet he is perfect to show us the way. Jesus is the counselor who is our confidant. He listens to our problems, speaks the truth without judgment. No need to hide our dark stuff from him. Tell it to him so that he can lift your shame and guilt away. His love is so deep, it's beyond our ability to comprehend. So I want you to know that Jesus is the wonderful counselor who ultimately is the doctor of our souls, restoring our inner health but also reconciling us to God himself. Max Lucado, in his book, In the Grip of Grace, says, in Romans 6 it says, when people sin, they earn what sin pays, death. He goes on to say, sin does to a life what shears do to a flower. A cut at the stem separates a flower from the source of life. Initially, the flower is attractive, still colorful and strong. But watch that flower over a period of time and the leaves will wilt and the petals will drop. No matter what you do, the flower will never live again. Surround it with water, stick the stem in the soil, baptize it with fertilizer, glue the flower back on the stem. Do what you wish, the flower is dead. A dead soul has no life. Cut it off from God and the soul withers and dies. The consequence of sin is not just a bad day or a bad mood, but a dead soul. The sign of a dead soul is clear. Poisoned lips and cursing mouths, feet that lead to violence, and eyes that don't see God. The finished work of sin is to kill the soul. So writes Lucado. Jesus came to be our soul doctor, to heal our sin-sick soul, and to rejoin us into a relationship with God as the living one. So God sent Jesus as our wonderful counselor, the doctor of our souls. You remember how Jesus, the Lord of the universe, stood before the blind man Bartimaeus, a man who had been pushed to the peripheries, who had no value, sitting in the dirt. Jesus said, what would you like me to do for you? Jesus came to the woman at the well, knowing her deep thirst. He also knew the complexities of her broken life, the stories of men who had used her and then rejected her. Jesus knew she was beaten down by shame and sin. She had been rejected and discarded. Jesus did speak truth to her, but poured grace and love into her as well. And he became for her the living water, and he healed her life with his love. Jesus came to the woman caught in adultery. He knew 
her circumstances as well, never excusing her sin or her responsibility. Jesus did not reject her or condemn her. Jesus stood outside the tomb of Lazarus and wept with grief and frustration at the deadness of life in this world. Lazarus, come out, he said, and the dead man heard his voice and came out of the tomb. Jesus is our soul doctor. He goes deep into people's hearts to heal and forgive and to love and transform. He is the one who was born as our Savior. And in his birth as our Savior, the soul doctor, the wonderful counselor, we rejoice. So where do you need Jesus the soul doctor, to heal your life today. I encourage you to bring your brokenness to him and ask him to heal you in his love. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the light above the deep and dreamless sea. Silent stars go by Yet in the dark street shineth The everlasting light The hopes, the fears of all the years Are met in the
Let's pray together. Lord God, how awesome and wonderful that you sent Jesus to be born as our Savior. Lord, that you who existed before time began were willing to enter our broken world to be our Savior. Come to each one of us according to our needs and heal our wounds. Restore our hope and fill us with faith that we may live each day expectantly because you, Jesus, are our God and Savior. In your name we pray. Amen. Hear this benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to bring your brokenness to your soul doctor and Savior, Jesus our Lord. Ask Him to heal you in His love. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by our listening family. As we reflect on the past year, we express a special thank you to each of you who have sent a financial gift and prayed for our ministry this past year. Both are vital for the important work of the gospel message and opening hearts to the work of the Holy Spirit. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and like our page. Invite your friends to like us as well. You can also find both an audio and printed version of today's program and past programs on the Internet. Our website address is christiancrusaders.org. If you would like to help with the financial responsibilities of this ministry, you are encouraged to contact us at Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. 
Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We deeply appreciate your prayerful and financial support. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 83rd year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting. From all of us here at Christian Crusaders, may God richly bless you in the coming new year of 2019.